What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Thank You for Laughing podcast. This is your host, Stephanie Shar at Own Your Bold on Instagram, at Thank You for Laughing. Thank you so much for tuning in today and laughing along with me as we make light of life one episode at a time. I have so much to say. So much has happened and is happening. I tend to record one of these episodes about once a month. About once a month. It's usually a Sunday, just like today. I'm here with my coffee and my water, and it's just about 9 a.m. I normally do not set an alarm on Saturdays and Sundays unless I absolutely have to. And even when I don't set an alarm, though, I tend to get up around 7, um, 7.30, something like that. Usually during the week, I'm up by 6. 6 is like the absolute latest that I can get up, um, especially on the days I go into the office without like being late. Like I have to be up by six that I can get myself ready, get my son ready. And, um, you know, I get a lot of questions about time management and doing it all and how I do it all with the child and, um, with this new job and all those things. And I've recorded a couple episodes about the subject, so I'm not going to go too far into it, but I did just want to give you guys a little update. This isn't really This wasn't really going to be the theme of the episode, but just like a side note, because I get a lot of questions about it. Um, And I don't mind getting questions about this. I think that people are genuinely curious, but also they want tips and advice and inspiration for their own lives, because I think that people who don't have children, they talk to me and they're like, I I don't even understand, Like, like I'm having trouble juggling it all. How do you juggle it all? And you do have a child. So... Um, so I think that they, like, maybe people are being nosy, but I think most of the time they actually want to know for their own benefit, which is great. Like, I'm happy to share. So, um, first of all, you know, mindset is everything. So I remind myself, I have to remind myself every day, all day long, like I can do this. Like I'm an adult, I can do this. I know I have a lot of responsibility on my shoulders and it's, it's, you know, I have a lot um, you know, resting and leaning on me, but I know that I can handle it because this is the life that I was given. Um, and I am able to do it. And, um, and also just not seeing things as like good or bad. Like the fact that I have a lot of responsibility, that's not a bad thing. And just because, you know, things are hard or I'm having a hard day or whatever, like that doesn't mean anything bad. Like, like nothing, at least nothing that's going on in my life right now is life or death. So no one's going to die if something doesn't go perfectly. No one's going to die if, if, you know, one little thing is out of place. So I just remind myself that like I can do it and I, and I'm doing my best and that's what matters. Um, but yeah, so for a while, my, so I started this job I started my full-time job at the beginning of March. As you guys know, I've talked about it on here before. And I'm really open and transparent about that because I love showing people that you can have a full life, that you can have a side hustle, that you can... I love showing people that you can do it all because I think that there's such a stigma around that. Like People say, oh, you don't have to do it all. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Stop working so hard. But A, as a single mom, I don't have a choice. Like I have to be the one to do all the cooking and cleaning and working and all those things unless I hire people to help me, which also costs money. 
Um, and I do hire people sometimes, but, um, you know, I don't really have a choice. I can't just be like, oh, well, I'm putting all this pressure on myself for no reason. I guess I can ask my partner to do X, Y, and Z. Like, no, there's no one to ask. <laughs> so, um, so like I have to do it all. But also there's people who don't have kids or who have kids and do have a healthy, supportive relationship, but they do want to do more. Like there's some people that simply want to do more. They have a hobby or an interest or a passion or a desire that they want to be able to fit into their lives. And that's not a bad thing. I think that there is such a negative connotation to working hard these days. There's such a negative connotation to hustling And I don't think it's always a bad thing. Like as long as you're doing what you love and what makes you happy and what's best for you. Like I know people that just don't like working, that just don't want to work. That's fine. If you have, you know, that is a privilege to be able to do that, to be able to say that. Like if you don't have to work and you don't want to work, like then don't work. Um, Some people have to though. And then some people want to. Like I love working. I love being productive. I love getting things done. I'm an Aries sun, Leo moon, honey. Like that is who I am. It is in my blood. I take after my Aries father. He's retired and he's still doing projects all the time because I just don't like sitting around doing nothing. Like I love working. Um, But that doesn't mean that it's always easy. That doesn't mean I mean, I think that the hardest part about, sorry, I can hear Trey complaining about something. Anyways, having a crisis with the TV, but, and that's not even like, that's not even the hardest part of parenting. Like your kids interrupting you while you're doing stuff. I don't care about that. They're kids. They're going to need things. Not a big deal. The hardest part of parenting really has nothing to do with parenting. (laughs) That has nothing to do with my son. It has to do with just managing our lives, like managing my life and his life. Like it'd be great if I could have a life manager, just or maybe, I don't know, a personal assistant. I I have had assistants in the past. I probably need one again. But it's like just scheduling everything and figuring everything out and all the details and the babysitters and the appointments and our schedules, just like managing all of that as a part-time job. (laughs) So, I mean, I always tell people that don't have kids, I'm like, okay, every, like all the money that you spend on yourself, double that. That's how much it costs. That's how much it costs me. You know, like all the time that you spend on yourself, double that. And that's the time that I spent for me and Trey. And um, that's not to make like anyone feel like guilty or bad or like compare, but it's just when people ask me about it, that's what I tell them because it's the truth. So um, it's just to like offer some perspective because they're, they want to know. So um, where am I going with this? <laughs> so I think, yeah, so number one, it's a mindset. It's reminding myself that I can do it. I, I need to do it. I don't have a choice, but also I am going to do it in the best way that I can. And I love doing it. I love my life. I love my job. I love my son. I love what we have built. And that keeps me going for sure. So just looking at it through that lens. And really, um, okay, so I think I was going to talk about my schedule. (laughs) I'm trying to remember now. So yes, I started this job at the beginning of March. 
And it started out as fully remote and then it went to a hybrid a few weeks ago. So now I am in the office three days a week and then the rest of the week I'm at home. So on those days when I go into the office, I cannot do anything when I get home. I am just wiped out. Like, well, first of all, as we've discussed, I'm a mom, so I'm not, I can't like come home and just go right to bed. Like I come home, I relieve him from the babysitter and then I'm cooking and cleaning and getting us ready for work and school the next day, putting him to bed. Hopefully I get a shower or a, or a bath. You know, I always do. Um, I make sure that happens. I might watch Netflix. I might read or do Instagram or something like that, but then I'm going to bed. Um, so my side hustle, I have kind of reworked my schedule so that I only do my direct sales business on Monday nights, Friday nights, and Saturdays. Um, but Sundays I try to take off completely as much as possible. And I've mentioned that before. Sunday is my day off. That's today. Of course, I'm doing this podcast, but I don't even consider this work. This is just a fun hobby. Like I'm not being paid to do this. Um, and yeah, I take Sundays completely off for me and Trey and anything else I need to do. And so just kind of adjusting things and just knowing that like you need structure you need flexibility and you also need structure and things are going to change over time. So that's what's going on right now. But next month, Trey is going to West to the West Coast for the summer like he always does to be with his dad and we're moving. So things are going to change again. They're going to be a little chaotic and my priorities are going to shift for a few weeks or a few months. And just being open to that shift and... And just, yeah, so let's get to (laughs) what I was actually going to talk about in this episode. I wrote a couple things down. Um, So something that I realized as I was turning 35 in April was there have been some beliefs, and we all have limiting beliefs that hold us back, but I think the biggest thing that I thought about was what are the beliefs that are holding you back from what you want because you're being too specific about it. And here's what I mean by that. So before I got this job, I'm just going to use the job as an example. Um, I feel like I already talked about this, but maybe... I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or maybe in a video or maybe I talked to someone in my personal life about it. I don't know. If I already talked about it on here, we'll talk about it again because it's a really important thing. So I'm going to take this job as an example. So before I got this job, I was a full-time entrepreneur for most of the eight years prior. Seven, for about seven, eight years, I was a full-time entrepreneur Um, I took like a part-time job here and there or, you know, gig working things. Like I did some nannying. I did some door dashing. um, I did other little writing things and such online, whatever. So 
I, before I got this job, I was very, very stuck and determined on, like, I am going to become wealthy, rich and wealthy, and financially stable and successful, and it has to come from being an entrepreneur, because if it comes from anywhere else, then I'm a failure, and I... I'm not sticking by my beliefs, which my beliefs for so long were, I'm going to be an entrepreneur for the rest of my life. That's all I want to do. That's my dream. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to work for anyone else ever again. And so I was very against um, accepting money in other ways because I felt like that made me um, a failure. So, and and I felt like it made me a liar because I had been saying for so long, very openly, I'm never working for anyone else ever again. And if I accept money that comes from any other place besides my small business, then I'm going against what I've been saying. So here's the thing. There are no... Like, I take everyone's advice now with a grain of salt. I'm to the point in my life where I am mature enough to know that there are no absolute blanket statements for anything. I mean, if you look at dating advice, you could take four different dating experts, quote unquote. Let's say two men and two women a variety of, you know, let's just say there are a variety of gender identities and sexual preferences, okay, and different ages and everything. They're all going to give you different advice based on their own experience, based on what they've seen and learned and what they believe and what they were taught and what they've come to the conclusion of like they're all going to tell you something different. So are any of them wrong? No. They're just giving their perspective. And we can't say that like all men are like this and all women are like that and and all queer people are like this or whatever. Like you can't say like anything because every single person is different and unique and every single situation is different and unique. Um, so you really can't say like, oh, well, when this guy texts this, he means this. Well, how do you know? You're not him. You're not in his head. You don't know him. Like you can't believe everything that you read or consume because you can't apply everything to your life and your situations, and the people around you, because everybody's different. And so I take advice with a grain of salt, and I don't really um, consume it as much as I used to. Like, I used to be really obsessed with, I mean, I guess I'm still into it, but just not as much. Like, I just used to be obsessed with, like, self-help, self-development, personal growth, constantly reading something, constantly listening to a podcast, constantly taking e-courses and reading e-books and getting coaches and all these things. 
And there comes a point where it's like, okay, I, I think I can figure this out on my own because I'm the only one who really knows me and who really knows what's, what's going on. And sometimes you just need someone else to confirm it for you. Um, I mean, I just don't feel like I need advice on anything anymore, really. I mean, sometimes I still talk to like a friend or two, but it just got to a point where I was like, enough is enough. Like I've learned enough. Like now I just need to live my life. At some point you just have to live your life and enjoy it and not overanalyze and overthink about every little thing that's going on and how can I improve this and what does that mean? And you know, sometimes it's just life and let's just relax and enjoy it. Stay in the moment, not stress too much about the future, what everything means. And so, um, So all of that to say, I had that, so I had all these limiting beliefs about my career life and money. And then right before I got this job, I literally said, I don't care where the money comes from at this point. Like, I just need to support me and my child. And when I looked at all of my expenses and my budget and everything in January of this year, every single thing that I was paying for had gone up 25%. Um, My rent, my bills, gas, groceries, every single thing had gone up 25%, which is a lot. Um, I was also making too much money at my small business to get free health care anymore. So I had to start paying for that out of pocket. And there were just a lot of things where it was like, at this point, I don't care what anyone thinks or how I look. I need to take care of me and my son. And I just need more money and I don't care where it comes from. So I got this job. And I ended up loving it. Like, I love my boss. I love the company. I really resonate with what they stand for. I'm moving up really quickly. Um, It's becoming a very successful thing for me. And, you know, because of my past experiences with being an employee and with having horrible bosses and you know, working 13 hour days on my feet with no breaks and not being able to wear what I want or say what I want. Um, you know, that like so many, I was in so many controlling, um, like almost abusive, um, workplaces. And because of that, it was almost like I had PTSD from, working for someone else. And I realized that not every company is like this. And just because you're an employee doesn't mean that you're a failure and it doesn't mean that your life has been a lie. And yeah, just, it doesn't matter. (laughs) So Yeah, so that was a belief that I had about that. And then I thought, okay, well, what other 
areas of my life am I having these beliefs because like Marissa Lay says, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So then I thought about um, my, you know, my place where I was living. So I found out that I had to move and I knew that I did not have the money or the credit for, to buy a house. And I've always thought that like I'm a failure because I have never been a homeowner. I'm 35 years old. Most of my friends bought houses like 10 years ago. And um, I was really stuck on getting a house, even if it was renting a house. I was just really stuck on that. And I was having a lot of trouble finding anything. And then I found this apartment. It was the first apartment that I looked at. I was approved for it right away. It's absolutely beautiful. Everything brand new. Everything redone. It's just a really gorgeous space. Affordable. Um, in a really good part of town. And still in my son's school district. He's probably going to be able to go to the same school. Which is ultimately the most important thing. I did not want it to affect Trey as much as possible. And it worked out. And it was like. But I had to take the lid off of my beliefs that it had to be a house, that it had to look this certain way, that it had to happen this certain way. And so then, of course, I'm looking at it, how it applies to my dating life. And I'm asking myself, what beliefs am I having? And one of the things that I have been believing for a long time is that I am going to have to meet someone online. Because I don't have a lot of single friends. My friends don't have a lot of single friends. Like, I don't have a lot of options in my circles, you know, for meeting people. Um, I don't really go out because I'm either working or I'm with my son. Um, I'm not going to date anybody that I work with because I don't want to get involved in that. And plus, they're all like 10 years younger than me and just want to party. So I really just don't have a lot of options for meeting people. So I have been um, online dating and using apps since my engagement ended in 2016. So for six years, I've been on and off the apps. I've tried every single one. I've tried Tinder, Bumble, Match. Um... Christian Mingle, I've tried uh, Hinge, I've tried Her, that's the lesbian one, Um, I've tried so many things, and I'm just sick of it, I've met so many people, I mean, I've probably gone on, it's got to be over 100 first dates at this point, it's probably like 200, I've met so many people, and um and I'm still single. Like, obviously, you know, nothing has lasted. Something, some, some people stuck around for a few months or whatever. But, I mean, obviously, it, it didn't last. So, it didn't work out. And so, I was finally like, you know what? I know that it seems impossible. But I'm just choosing to believe that I'm going to meet someone in another way. Because clearly, this isn't working. And I'm not going to keep doing something that doesn't work. So... I took all the apps off my phone and I just said, I am letting go of this limiting belief that I have to meet someone online. Somehow I'm going to meet someone in person. I don't know where, I don't know how, 
Maybe it's at the grocery store, the post office, because those are the main places I go. Um, and even then, I don't even go grocery shopping that often. Maybe I'm going to meet someone in the pickup line. Like, I have no idea how it's going to happen. But what gives me hope is that I know, like, Amanda Francis met her partner out one night and she was like walking across the street and basically he just thought she was so beautiful he started like he like she jokes that like he chased her down the street but like obviously not in a creepy way but that's how she like met him just walking down the street and then I know Marissa Lace met her husband or her partner um like at a party or something and he just you know happened to be like a friend of the person hosting the party and she was like a friend of a friend who was invited to the party and it was like not even something that they planned on. So, I mean, I just think that if you're not enjoying something and it's not working, what's the point of doing it, you know? And, um, and I've dated people that I've met on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. Like I am just letting go of meeting someone online. That's just not the way that it's going to happen. And I'm believing that it's somehow going to happen in another way. And I know that God can do impossible things. And so maybe I'll meet someone on a plane. Like, I have no idea. Um, but I'm just, I'm just opening myself up to that now because I'm no longer doing something that, like, there's no point. If it's, if it's not working and it's not bringing you joy, then why are you doing it? Are you doing it just because you feel like you have to, because you feel like that's the only way? Like, that's not a good enough reason. And um, I had this guy that has been really wanting to take me out that I met on Tinder a little bit ago, but he was sick, and then we never got together, and then he was trying to take me out, I think, this week or last week, and I just said, you know, I'm just not doing this anymore. I'm sorry. And I don't ghost people. I don't ghost people. I don't block people unless you're really mean to me and you deserve it. <laughs> you know, like I, I am very communicative about that. Um, I just said, you know, I'm just not dating anymore right now. It's not something that I want to do, but I wish you the best of luck and I'm sorry for wasting your time. And I was very nice about it and he was very nice about it and said, I understand. And, you know, I'm obviously disappointed, but you know, whatever. So, um, so yeah, I'm just not dating anybody I meet online anymore. And that is, um, there, there's that. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, so that was one topic I wanted to talk about was the, um, the limiting beliefs. Now, kind of on a similar, <laughs> this is like a similar note, but the opposite note. I don't even know what I would call it. But my next thought, the next section of this podcast is what will you need to give up or sacrifice in order to get what you want? Now, after everything we just talked about, this might seem contradictory because I was just talking about how you can have it all and you can do it all and you need to let go of those limiting beliefs and how it needs to happen, and all those things. So you might be saying, okay, well, if you can do and have it all, and it can happen in any which way, then you shouldn't have to give anything up or sacrifice because that is limiting yourself, and that is um, 
now you're saying that you can't do and have it all. Okay, well, here's the thing. We are still human. We still live in a society. We still live in this simulation where there are limits that are out of our control, right? So I was talking to my mom the other day um, on Mother's Day, actually. So I know Mother's Day is hard for a lot of people. Um, and I think people forget about single moms because they're like, oh, well, why would Mother's Day be hard for you? Like you have a mother and you have a child and you are a mother, but we have no one to celebrate us. Maybe, I don't know. I know some single moms where their exes still get them stuff on Mother's Day and like still are really, you know, generous like that. Um, I did not even get a text from my ex saying happy mother's day, you know, after everything I've done for his child, he doesn't listen to this. So I really don't care what I say about him. Um, he's not a terrible person, but we don't always see eye to eye, but anyway, um, I mean, I just don't get, I just don't really get celebrated on that day. So I, so just like I do, I mean, I do this for every holiday though. I mean, I've been single for the, for the better part of six, last six years. So I always celebrate myself. I do stuff for myself on my birthday. I do stuff for myself on mother's day, you know, all those things. Um, I don't rely on other people because I don't really have anybody that would do a lot for me. Um, of course I have my friends, my family and stuff like that, but I know that I'm not anyone's number one priority and that's okay. Um, I've learned to adjust to that and I just take care of myself and spoil myself, which is fine. Um, but again, it doesn't mean that I'm not human. It doesn't mean that I don't have feelings. And so on holidays like Mother's Day, I try to stay offline because I don't want to see all the things that all these partners are getting for the moms and all the gifts and the flowers and the favors and the breakfast in bed and the Facebook posts saying how amazing the mom is and how, you know, everything she's done for them and how they appreciate her because I don't get anything like that. And, um, I don't really need to focus on what I don't have or what I'm not getting. But I was talking to my mom that day and the conversation that we have, not all the time, but I mean, probably like once in a while we'll have this conversation, especially on holidays like this, where I'll just say, I don't, understand why like it's it's very hard for me to believe that there's not something wrong with me because I don't know anybody else that has had such a hard time with dating like I'm definitely not like I definitely don't think it's I don't think it's normal maybe it is but like at least with the people that I know like it's not normal for someone to go through this much trauma and hardship and trouble with finding a partner um I, I'm, I am the only single, well, not the only single person. I'm one of like two single people that I know <laughs> that are like a close friend. Um, most of my friends are either married and they've been married for a long time or they've like been divorced and now they're in like another, you know, long-term thing. Um, and I mean, I don't have any other friends that have been single as long as I have. And so it is very, um, it's hard to not feel alone. Like it's hard to not feel left out. It's hard to not feel like, well, there must be something wrong with me. Like, what do they have that I don't? 
because obviously like they had no trouble or they had less trouble like finding their person. And so clearly there's something wrong with me that's keeping me from this blessing. And it's hard for me to not believe that. Like what else am I supposed to believe? And my mom said, here's the deal. You would have to sacrifice something if you did have that. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, look at your life now and everything that you love and appreciate about your life. I mean, I, for the most part, I love being independent. I love having my own place. I love having my own stuff. I love that I don't have to ask anybody for anything, for permission. I can just do whatever I want. You know, I, of course, I do have a child, so it's, it's you know, it is limited. But I, for the most part, like, I have total freedom and um I love my job I love I love everything about my life the only thing that's missing is partner I love everything else about my life and my mom said well look at your life and all these things that you love and what would you be willing to give up in order to have this relationship that you want what would you be willing to give up what would you be willing to sacrifice because it's going to take sacrifice and I looked at her and I said, nothing. I'm not willing to sacrifice anything. I'm not willing to change anything. Um, I mean, I'm willing to change, like, you know, my behavior. Obviously, if I'm, like, doing something that hurts somebody and, you know, I need to be nicer or something, like, I'll change that. But, like, I don't want to move. I don't want to quit my job. I don't want to... um, I mean, I don't want to like shift my life around for somebody else. I really love the way that it is. And um, I mean, I am planning on manifesting a relationship and a person that supports everything that I do so that I don't have to change anything. But I do know that relationships take time and effort and energy that I don't know if I want to spend right now. And that really gave me a lot of perspective because it made me um, more appreciative of where I'm at right now in my life. And it's like a constant, it's a constant question for me, like over the last several years is, do I want marriage and more kids because I really want them or because society wants me to have them or because I think my life will be easier and better? And I don't know. I really don't know. Um, since I turned 35 a month ago, I, a little over a month ago, about five weeks or so, Now I'm like, now that I'm 35 and I'm trying to lose weight and I'm, you know, really happy at my job and all these things, I'm like, would I really want to have more kids right now? Like, would I really want to get pregnant and be pregnant for nine months and then change diapers again for two to three years and put everything else on hold? And, you know, would I really want that? No, I don't think so. So I think I've come to terms with the fact that I think that part of my life is over and it is sad and, um, yeah, it's just like a mix of emotions, but like, I can't imagine like 
I can't imagine getting pregnant right now or even next year. Like, I can't imagine being 35 and pregnant or 36 and pregnant or 37 and pregnant and then spending the next few years raising another baby and then a toddler and then a child. Like, it is, it's a long process. It goes by fast, but it's a long process. And then by the time that process is done, I'll be, what, like, 45? And then am I really going to want to go back to work and figure that out. And it's like starting the whole thing all over again. It's starting this whole thing all over again that I have spent so many years um, working on. And then it's like, do I really want to go back to like day zero or whatever? Um, And I know that it could be different with more money, um, you know, supportive partner, although my ex was supportive while I was pregnant, so I can't say that he wasn't, but I mean, we didn't really have money. We were very, we were both broke. We were young, broke, we were young, broke and dumb or whatever the (laughs) song says. Um, so I mean, I know that it would be different in that way, but then also I'm older and there's more risk for problems and health issues and stuff. And it's just, do I really want to deal with all that? The answer is no. The answer is no. And so I've come to terms with that, and I'm okay with that, and I'm happy with my life the way that it is, and like I said, if I'm meant to have a partner, they're just going to have to waltz right into my life, and I'm not going to have to do anything, because I have been searching long enough. I have worked hard enough on that part of my life. I've been through enough, and now I'm going to rest and enjoy my life the way it is. And if I'm meant to be with someone, they're going to they're gonna just walk into my life and that'll be it. I am not going to go through all the profiles and all the dates and all the people. And it takes so much time and energy. And when I look back on the last six years and I think about like all the time that I spent trying to find a partner instead of working on myself or my health, or spending time with my son, or making new friends, it honestly does make me sad. And I don't want to say that I regret it, because all those experiences made me who I am, and made me realize this. Um, but it does make me sad. It does make me think, like, I wish that I hadn't cared so much about that. But the past is in the past. There's really nothing I can do about it. And I'm not saying that I didn't spend time with friends or my son or other things. I just could have spent more time on those things um, instead of going out with all these people that I'm never going to see again, never going to talk to again. Like, they're not a part of my life. Um, So, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of like mourning a couple things. But aren't we all, right? I mean... I don't know. I know there's people who are probably jealous that I have a child. There's probably people that are jealous that I'm single because they hate their husbands. So grass is greener, right? So we might as well enjoy what we have, do the best we can, and that's it. So I guess what I have to say about that is um, I'm not willing to sacrifice anything I'm not willing to give up anything. I would rather have everything that I have now and be alone for the rest of my life than have a partnership where I would have to give something up. 
So again, I'm just manifesting someone who won't ask me to do that. And that's it. So I love you guys so much. And I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. Make sure that you take a screenshot and tag me on your stories at On Your Bold at Thank You For Laughing. And also let me know, DM me or when you tag me, let me know what you want to um, hear more about and learn more about in this podcast. And also I still want to, I still want to do a YouTube channel though. Like I really do. I just, it's just like another project that I have to stack on top of everything else I'm doing. So I don't know, maybe in the summer while Trey's gone, I'll start it, but let me know what you think. Okay. Bye.